You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blustein. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all in private. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tech said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. You're listening to the Sanderson Sisters. Hi, that's Kathy Najimy. <laughs> this is Sarah Jessica Parker. Hi. And I'm Bette Midler. I'm the one with the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, Mark's the one with the vacuum cleaner. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, it's that movie. It's called Hocus Pocus. Absolutely. It is a fine film. It is, and they're actually coming out with a second movie. They are. Yes. And they are playing, they are coming back and playing the Sanderson sisters. They are, and it's going to yep. be on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And this is not an ad. No. We're not getting paid for it. No, we we're wish. not getting paid for it. My one favorite thing in the movie, and she's like... Bonjour, je voudrais un livre. I want my book. Uh, <laughs> I think I was. Did I fall asleep by then? I or think was you I did. Still awake? Yeah. yeah. Such a good moment. Yeah. We're witches. We're witches. Are we talking about witches tonight, Mark? Yeah, I think witches yes. could have possibly ended up here mm-hmm. at this location. Well, before we get into our topic, I do have to say, fuck the Supreme Court. Fuck the Supreme Court, and motherfuckers. May they the burn. Court. Fuck Clarence yeah. Thomas. Fuck him and his stupid He's a wife. Bastard. I Go think it's fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, and the rest of the Republican cunts. Yeah. Honestly, fuck you. I hope that more people like them get aborted. Yes, so absolutely. All of our female friends out there, or just anyone with a brain yeah. or a vagina, for that matter, we stand with you. We and do. We're we do. And believe you me, the three of us are very vocal, and we are very. also involved in our own ways. We and are. We're fight the good fight. Mark and I are the newest members of the Satanic Temple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're official hey, members. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Rosemary. Yeah. And her baby. And her baby. There's the one only, left. You have the only left. way Thanks, we can Mark. protect You're her welcome. rights. Yeah. That's all right. So, hey, girl. <laughs> this is so annoying to get out. Okay, I got it. <laughs> We're eating chocolate covered gummy bears. We are. And this needs to stay in the episode. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> they're eating it. Yeah. I think they're gross. They're so good. I guess we should get into our topic. I guess we should. Yes. So it was hard for me to come up with an introductory question for this because of the content. I'm sure you're both familiar with the film Hunger Games. Of course. Or maybe Battle Royale. Yeah. Read the Hunger Games series. Great fucking series. If oh. you ever need a good read. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have the pro here. We do. Consult Jen. Yes. If you guys found yourselves in a situation where you were stuck in Hunger Games or Battle Royale, what would your strategy be to stay alive? I think my strategy would be find high points. I was just going to say that, climb a tree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, I'm hungry. I'm going to have to eat at some point. Exactly. So I might be coming for you. No chocolate-covered gummy bears, no. It's like sparrows in the trees and deer and And things coming to eat you it's eat or be eaten and other humans coming after you because they need to survive and win Mm. the hunger games absolutely and they're hungry Mm -hmm. well like if I was on one of those things I have two ways 
that I would survive or try to survive. The first one is I would do something similar, find a high point, and I would hide and let everyone try to kill each other off until there was a handful left. And then I would come after the handful, which I guess is kind of like a bitch-ass move, Yeah, you gotta survive. You know, I've always kind of thought about strategies like that, and I think for me it's like, when do you know when to come out? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, when do you know the right time is? When do you know the right time? When do you know how much, like, <laughs> days or weeks have gone by? When the when the chocolate gummy bears run out. <laughs> well, like, I'm more familiar with Battle Royale because Battle Royale was from, um, I guess, like, the late 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s Japanese movie and it was also a book. It inspired Hunger Games. So with Battle Royale, they had, like, 30 students. They shoved them on an island and they were like, you have 48 hours to kill each other and there can only be one person left. Oh boy. If there's more than one person left at the end of the 48 hours, everyone dies. Oh God. Because they have these like explosive collars. Every time someone was killed, they would have like announcements on the speakers. Oh, it sounds just like Squid Games. Oh, I didn't even think that's more relevant. Yeah. It's definitely worth the watch. All right. So my other way of trying to survive one of these situations would be to try to rally everyone together and be like, there's more of us than them. And like, yeah, come after them. that's reasonable. Yeah. I think that's, that's what valid. more people should do. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of us ladies got to rally and all of us queer folk got to mm-hmm. rally yeah. together. We got to be in hordes, yeah. bitch. There's more of us hordes. than them. Yes. This week's episode, we're taking a little bit of a trip. Where are we going? I am. Where are we going? We're going to an island, and it's called Nazino Island. Nazino Island. Also known as Cannibal Island. (gasps) I've heard of this. Oh, my God. (laughs) I hope you're hungry. Oh, my God. I can't wait for some human meat. Yeah. We're going to fucking Cannibal Ass Island. Oh, shit. And, you know, I know nothing about this. We're going to go back in time to 1933, okay. to be exact, wow. to Nazino Island. And it's a incredibly isolated island that is located in Siberia, Russia. Oh, God. Where all great things happen. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, Our yeah. Our feral children. Our feral yeah. Oh, my God. What was it? Oksana Malaya. Oksana yeah. fucking Malaya. And mm-hmm. Diet Loves Pass. Diet Loves Pass. Jen well, loves going to Russia. So Nazino Island is an incredibly isolated island that is located in Siberia, Russia. Very warm and welcoming. Yeah. Oh, so welcoming. Yeah. Jen so loves warm. it. Yeah. Sorry. I know. That's where the feral children are from. That's where the feral children are from. And Dyatlov's has. And yes, and I feel like there's more. But... Anatoly Musket. <laughs> yeah. Oh my horny Anatoly. Yeah. I love him. We've got more. We've got more. So Nazino Island became one of Stalin's worst gulags. Oh, shit. Because of the cannibals. Sort of. Oh, God. I'm scared. We're in like... (laughs) What a turd. I'm not one for like world history, but I I did have to learn about some world history. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. To do this episode. Good for you. It was very challenging because I just was bored to tears and yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's like 1933. During this time, the head of the OGPU, secret police, his name was Jenrik Yagoda. Basically, he came up with a plan for Joseph Stalin. And the plan was to resettle up to 2 million people to Siberia and Kazakhstan in quote unquote special settlements. 
special settlements. Wow. So yeah, there were like these special settlements. These deportees were to be sent into these sparse, undeveloped areas of land, basically to fend for themselves, while also making these like dead areas of land kind of productive. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like take this wasteland or undeveloped area, make a farm out of it. Yeah, take this okay. abortion, make a baby out yeah. of it. Yeah, put a bird on it. Yeah, put a bird on. Put it. a bird yeah. on it. After this pro- this proposal was submitted to the USSR, it was approved. It was approved mainly because there was a lot of famine happening in Russia during mm-hmm. this time. Yes, there was also overcrowding in the gulags, which are like fucked up prisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually learned what the word gulag was because of you, Jen. Yes, Jen it, has mentioned it. Like it. came up in a conversation, and I was like, "What? What's a gulag?" <laughs> Jen's doing world history, bitch. I don't know. She's the here. Gulag. I don't know. The theory for this was they were taking prisoners, having them work on cultivating these unused areas of land that would in theory, help solve this, like, food crisis. Mm -hmm. Okay. But because this is Stalin era... Right. ...in the 30s, like, girl, you know the shit's not gonna work. No, No. of course it's not. No. So this is part of, like, my history lesson. Mm -hmm. So to kind of get all of these prisoners, they created this concept called passportization. What's that? What's that? Mm-hmm. Passportization was like a campaign that the Soviet Union launched. It started, I guess, in 1932. They issued internal passports to all residents of major cities. One of their objectives was to cleanse Moscow, and I'm doing that in air quotes, Leningrad, and other great urban centers of the USSR. So basically, passportization was Russia's way of targeting people that they just didn't really like want mm. in their country okay. or in these cities. So everyone was supposed to have an internal passport. The more, like I guess, like higher up you were or desirable type of person you were, you would have a passport. It sounds essentially like what Hitler was doing in Germany yes. during World War II. Correct. A million percent. Mm-hmm. So the plan was to target these undesirable people and push them out. Yeah. Much like in Nazi Germany. That's so fucked up. That is. What would that entail being considered undesirable? It would be like if you had your own business or you weren't like contributing to like the government's agenda. So you're like not contributing to the Soviet Union at all. Correct. Or if you were like a free thinker or just different. Okay. You know, it could be a minority. Okay. It could be very petty crimes, like stealing a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. you know, like stupid shit like that. Kind of like what they do here in the States. That yeah. that was what they were ultimately trying to do. And like I said, this could be anyone. They didn't like how you were dressed. The end. I'd and be on that list. People also were... This in- podcast would be on the list. <laughs> yeah, we would, yes. we would be in a gulag so we fucking would be, fast. We would be the first ones in the gulag. This is annoying, too. They incentivize people to be, like, narcs on their neighbors. Oh. So, like, if oh, you... Oh, like, today. Like, like what yeah. happens today? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always in Facebook jail. Because yeah. you can't say anything that... Whatever. Yeah. But yeah. the point is, is that, you know, people would start narking on their neighbors and they would be like, you know, that person, they have a, a plant in their home and 
it grew a tomato and that tomato should have gone to the government. Oh, Rah! God, we're a bunch of losers. I know. So dumb. Dweebs. Deportees were primarily like former merchants and traders, peasants who basically fled the famine because they were like, fuck this, I'm going to farm my own food. Yeah. yeah. This famine shit sucks. Yeah. Petty criminals. So if you stole like a loaf of bread. Again, uh, just like yeah. today. Yeah. All of these people, they were citizens, but they were not issued an internal passports. Okay, so you were a citizen, but not. Correct. That's yeah. fucked up. And fucked up. Because mm-hmm. they were not issued these passports. They weren't humans. They could be arrested, deported from their homes, from their cities. It, it was nuts. And then the the police there, they really benefited from it because they were constantly getting, they were like, I gotcha, you don't have a passport, and then you're off to the gulags. Oh, come the fuck on. And <sighs> even if you... Just like here. Just yeah. like here. Today. Literally. Even if you had a passport, if you had some asshole cop, that you could still be deported. I'm sure. The gulags. Like here. Like here. Yeah. <laughs> there was one example where there was a woman and she was pregnant. A secret cop approached her and immediately arrested her just because she didn't have her internal passport in her hands. Even though she owned one, she was still forced to be arrested. So pretty much it's like, like I'm an asshole. Like yeah. Let me wake up and see whose life I can destroy today. Exactly. Absolutely. Like that's essentially like <sighs> what that sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Like exactly. Christians. Yeah, like I'm going to be an, a fucking asshole and I'm yeah. going to make somebody's life miserable yeah mm-hmm. it's exactly and it's like the blm movement what's yep. happening today mm, yeah abort- yeah exactly it hasn't changed. nope so, so fucked up it is so fucked up because what happened too is there would be ordinary people that were not even criminals that just did not get this special passport and they would be sent to gulags mixed in with actual criminals so yeah, the idea of sending these prisoners to these dead lands, they would be forced into building up the land, and ultimately, who would that benefit? The government. Right. Always. Naturally. Now we come to Cannibal Island. Ooh. And, and oh, we're going to talk man. about how this fits into this Stalin era yeah. nonsense. So I'm going to set the scene. We have 5,000 prisoners... They're all being shipped out of the gulags. Men and women? Men and women. They're being shipped to Nazino Island. Okay. Where the cannibals are. What becomes Cannibal Island. Oh, God. Nazino Island is about 800 kilometers out from any sort of city. It's also in a river that is surrounded by ice and constant storms. Parts of the island were basically like sinking into swamp. Now, the island itself is not too large. It's, from what I've read, it's about two miles long and 600 meters wide. Wow. Okay. That's small. Yeah. How big would that be? Is that like a town? Like the size Probably of a neighborhood? less. Less? Maybe less than a town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on this small island, there was really like no shelter at all. It was just trees. Now, during the journey, the conditions were so bad that 27 prisoners died on the boat while being shipped to Nazino Island. I mean, not to be a dickhead or anything, but sounds like maybe the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. As unfortunate as that yeah, is. You mean, make a very valid point. Yeah, like obviously none of this should have ever happened and this is disgusting yeah. and vile, but like in this situation, if you were to have been involved, it sounds like that was the 
better choice, but I don't know anything. Yeah. We're still learning. Well, yeah, the 27 people that died on the boat, they were probably lucky because yeah. yeah. the fate on that island would have been so much worse than yeah, I'm what, sure. they, what they died of. Out of the 5,000 prisoners, only 300 of them were women. So we're talking like full-on sausage fest. Oh, God, no, those poor women. Oh, can, oh yeah. God, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrible. I, I took a dark turn oh, God. for this one. Three, oh, wait, 300, no. 300 women, women out of 5,000. 5,000, yeah. oh. Yep. No. And a lot of these men were piggies. Oh my god. Well that sounds like a yeah. dream for you and I, yeah. but oh <laughs> bad joke. No. <laughs> Whatever. NC seventeen me. So <laughs> so they get to this island, you know, the five thousand prisoners. No one was provided with any tools. No one was provided with shelter or clothing. Just whatever they had on their back. And that's it. That's oh, it. There no. was like no like nothing to like for shelter on the island. Not a damn thing. They literally just plopped five thousand people on oh, this come shit ass island. And now, there were no guards or anything on the island, or did they just like the, be like good riddance? There were guards on the island, and that's actually a big part of the problem here. Oh boy, with Nizino Island. I'll get to that in a little bit. But yeah, nothing was provided for the prisoners. They really couldn't even make shelters out of lumber because they had no tools to cut wood. Mm. It was just like, <laughs> here you go. No. Now within two days on this island, by day two, 295 people were already dead. Why? Two days in, the elements, uh, you know, a bajillion reasons. <laughs> After day two is where the fight for survival really started to happen. And this is when it became Hunger Games. Oh, Holy shit. Quite literally, because oh. everyone was hungry. Oh, God. Almost all the people sent to this island, like I said, were mostly people that were just caught without passports. So because they came from cities, they had no agricultural skills or like outdoors experience. Yeah. So it would be like having us I don't know, like build a hut. <laughs> okay, so what the three of us are going to do after this episode is, is that go practice building a hut. Yeah, yeah literally, because yeah. we'd be on the list. We would be. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we would be so beyond fucked. Oh yeah, we would be. We'd be yeah. like, oh fuck. That's why you guys need to support us on Patreon.com/slash Bizarre Buffet. Yes, <laughs> the Bizarre so have, Buffet Gulag. The, yeah, so we have something to tempt the guards with. Yes. Well, speaking of guards, yeah. On the barges, the prisoners were rationed very, very small amounts of bread from the guards because they had to still supply them with some food, right? Because the prisoners needed to live in order for them to be productive. So it was like pretty much like a labor island. Labor island with no tools to actually perform labor. Holy shit. That's so So, fucked up. Oh my God. They rationed them like literally like breadcrumbs. Oh. Just to keep them alive. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from the guards. So after that, that those small rations that they were being given, the food ran out. Yeah, of course. The guards then began to distribute small sums of flour to prisoners. The prisoners would be responsible for turning that flour into food. What? How? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how would they do that? Yeah. Uh, well, they, they couldn't. Exactly. And uh. it was also stated that 
they received less food than people in Cambodia killing fields and the people of Auschwitz. Oh, come on. So this, in terms of like food distribution, was less than those places, which was Which are already fucking god-awful. Are horrible. So with the flour, to answer your question, Jen, the prisoners ended up mixing it with like dirty river water to create food. Uh, But instead of making food, it just made, uh, I don't know, dysentery? Yeah, dirt paste. Holy fucking shit. Causing more deaths. Holy shit. Oh my. I feel like this island thing was never even meant to have them develop it. It was just meant for them all to kill each other. I mean, maybe. That's what it sounds like because no one... I'm sorry, with half a fucking brain cell would think drop off 5,000 people with no tools and expect them to do shit. This was intentionally... With a breadcrumb. Yeah, with a fucking breadcrumb. Yeah, Yeah, literally. So, no. So now we're also dealing with other elements like freezing rain. So this is... This is literally the peppering. This is like in Siberia. Siberia, yeah. I know a woman who lived there. ice. Yeah, and she was like... Every time I talk to her about the weather, she's always like... This is no cold. I'm from Siberia. And <laughs> so I'm like, this is like tropical for her. Exactly. Yeah, degrees I'm like, excuse, tropical. excuse mm-hmm. the fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're four days in to being on the island. And aside from the freezing rain, which was causing more deaths, it was so cold that pr- some of the prisoners that were able to figure out how to like start a fire and make a campfire... Uh-huh. They ended up burning to death because they were so cold, they would sleep too close to the fire. Oh my, come on. And then Shit. die. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what is wrong with I you? I know. This is grim. Super grim. So after, you know, about a week, the prisoners decided, you know what, fuck this, we're going to have a protest. This is crazy town. There's more of us than there is of them. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so Jen. Someone yeah. had my idea. Yeah. So, yeah. So, How did that go? Someone tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did that go over? You know, the guards, they weren't providing them with flowers. So the prisoners were like, you know what? Fuck it. We're making a riot slash protest on this island to get the guards' attention. They immediately took their boats, the guards, they took their boats, headed to the island because they saw like the stir that was going on. Upon arriving, the prisoners were just like, this is ridiculous. You need to at least provide more flour. I mean, very reasonable request. Won't yeah. Say. So the guards heard them and they were like, all right, okay, okay, calm down. The guards were just like, okay, we're just gonna ration you guys extra flour, just a little bit more, but not to everyone, no. Instead, the prisoners were to be responsible for assembling separate brigades or communities that consisted of, like, groups of 150 people. Once those individual groups of 150 people were... Like, distributed? Distributed or formed. They would select one person to be a leader of that group. And that one person per group would be responsible for collecting the flour from the guards and then rationing the flour to the other people in their group. So imagine if you're like one of the group leaders and you're like, you know what, fuck this. I want to live. I don't give a fuck about the 150 people in my group. I'm taking the flour for myself. Yeah. And that's what ended up happening is that you had these 
leaders exactly that were like fuck this i'm gonna Mm -hmm. take my flower lo and behold the flower was not being distributed to anyone holy shit and then even more people died by starvation well of course now you might also think like well fuck this place says hell on earth did anyone try to escape and many people did try to escape it was so bad that people were like, you know what, fuck it, I will try braving the icy river, but then they would either freeze to death or they would be drowned. Well, it sounds like the better option was out of a to whole... die on that boat. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yep. yep. Yeah, in that goddamn river. A few people did make it to land, but they died anyways from the elements. Or if you were caught by the guards, they would actually hunt you for sports oh, in, great. in hopes to keeping you from escaping. Again, I think I would rather just have died on that boat. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Day one, honey. I mean, these guards were also so fucked up that they would get drunk and take their boats, drive past the island, and they would just shoot at prisoners with guns. Mm-hmm. Or what they would also do is they would take, like, a loaf of bread and just throw it into a crowd of prisoners to see them fight and clamor over it. Which is nuts. And that's what people do at, like, I don't know, Black Friday sales. Yeah. Literally. They'll trample, trample somebody for a 48-inch television. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then, you know, like I said, there was only, like, a couple hundred women. So a lot of women were having sex for flour. Oh, God. So it's, it's, you know, it's sad. Behavior. I've had sex for a lot less. (laughs) I'm getting up for free. Yeah. <laughs> so the behavior got worse and worse. And, you know, people were getting so desperate that they were, like, ripping gold fillings out of, like, prisoners' teeth. Oh, and my then God. Giving them to the guards, you know, and being like, here, I got you a gold tooth. Like, give me cigarettes and food. So ultimately having the guards, like, there made shit so much worse. Oh, for sure. Of course it did. You know, because then you had these, like, prisoners being a bunch of fucking bootlickers. Oh, yeah. Of course. So let's talk about the cannibalism that took place at Cannibal Island. Yes. I cannot wait. So about, like, a little over a week into this whole situation with this island... The camp doctor examined some of the corpses that he found on the island, and he found that a lot of the corpses had characteristics of cannibalism. Oh, like what? Like bite marks. Nom, nom, nom. And like, I guess, meaty areas being like missing mm-hmm. from your body. Oh, okay. Wow. So he went back to the officials and was like, yeah, you know, I think they're cannibalizing one another, so maybe you should help. Uh Maybe you should do something. Maybe. That might be a good Mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. But the officials basically were just like, no, they're prisoners, so they're just like degenerate by nature, and they were probably cannibals before they were even on the island. Oh my God, Trump administration. Just like today. Yeah, Yeah, just like today. And I will say this, this episode was not supposed to be intentionally um, political, political, or like it it wasn't, I wasn't inspired to do this episode because of the political climate. Got it. I was just like, rock and roll cannibalism, yeah. Yeah, but instead we're all depressed. You know, yeah. (laughs) I started this before Roe vs. Wade got underturned. All all right. Well, all right. We'll accept that. We'll accept that. We'll accept that. You will not go to Gulag Island. No. 
<laughs> they were like, we're not, there's nothing wrong here. They're, yeah. they're just degenerate cannibals. Yeah, they're right. just doing um, arts they're, and crafts. They're doing yes. the Lord's work. Yeah. So, two days later, you know what else happened? Two what days later? Happened? Gulag Fest. They shipped another thousand prisoners to the island. Oh, come oh, on. My God. So, Is this a joke? No. And like these assholes, they were like, we have to fix overcrowding in these prisons. So we're just going to overcrowd more. prison Put island. More and more yeah. and more. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah. Having a thousand more people obviously generated more chaos. And more cannibals. And more cannibals. Uh-huh. And at this point, because people were getting weak and people were dying, uh-huh. the stronger prisoners started to create gangs, and those gangs took over the island, and they would single out the weak. They would rape women. They would kill for food or possibly even kill for pleasure. So murder. Just murder, murder, just murder for just, murder's just sake. Just murder for murder. Oh, boy. Food my, my, food my ass. Food, yeah. Ass, grass, or cannibalism. <laughs> it's shit. not on a bumper sticker, <laughs> yeah. is it? Ass, gas, or grass, no free ride. Uh, yeah, that's right, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my motto. So now we are veering even more horrible, like, wintry weather conditions. And the winters in Siberia... Oh, they're probably awful. They're probably, like, below freezing. Below. I mean, we're talking negative 40 degrees. Well, have you guys ever seen those photos? It was, like, this photographer did a series of photos where it was people who lived in Siberia and, like, opening doors to, like, a restaurant and, like, the billowing steam. And, like, it's insane. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The starving prisoners did what they could do to survive. That was to eat the corpses of dead people. Oh, my God. I wonder what it tastes like. I think it's very chewy. Probably. I heard a cannibal once describe, it was like, if you've ever had a pork roast, not in person, obviously, this is a document <laughs> Jen's looking concerned. She's like, um... Is this like... It was somebody that you met on MySpace? I mean, it very well could have been. Um, but, like, they were describing it, and they were like, yeah, it tastes like the burnt end of, like, a pork roast, Ooh. if your family has ever made it. And I could never eat a pork roast pork. after that. Ugh. I know. Yeah. I don't so, think I could eat pork ever again now. Thanks. I'm sorry. I- Cannibalize the rich! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, do you want to know how some of the techniques were for eating? In oh, my sure. God. Yeah, this is bizarre buffet, isn't it? This is a quote coming from someone that survived the island, and it says, "Oh, I'm glad somebody survived because I was going to ask like later on if like somebody if there were survivors from this incident." Oh, thank God! Thank God! Okay. So the person said, "Yeah, we made skewers from willow branches, cut the flesh and bodies into pieces, stuck those pieces on the skewers, and then roasted it over the campfire like a kebab." Like a kebab. Exactly. Great. And this person said, I picked those who are not quite living, but not yet dead. It was obvious that they were about to go in a day or two. I knew. I know. And they said in a day or two, I knew they would give up. So they were kind of like preying on the the week. That's awful. The literal week. I know. But I feel like those were the good people who were there because they were like, 
I know you're passing soon. Yeah. Not just trying to be like, yeah, let me hunt this lively person for some. So it wasn't like they were coming after like you like alive and like just taking their teeth and like chomping Mm -hmm. it into your neck. Yeah. They were like somewhere. Oh, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But most of them were like taking like half. Dead, half alive yeah. humans. Okay, yeah. it was a, it was like a true combination of people just eating the corpses. You know, there was also something stating about like there was families on the prison. Uh huh. So like the children would, you know, if their parents died, they would eat the parents. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a family affair. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a family dinner. Wait, what's it? Last we supper. are family. family. I <laughs> this is another quote about the the cannibalizations happening here and this one's like really graphic so trigger warning trigger warning our, our beautiful listeners all right so this person said i saw the people catch a girl and tie her to a poplar tree. Oh, God. They cut off her breasts. Oh, stop it. Her muscles. Jerry Brutos. Oh, yep. The weight. They cut off her breasts, her muscles, anything they could eat. Everything. They oh. were hungry and had to eat. When the guard, and the guard's name is Kostyov, when the guard Kostyov came back, he tried to save her, but yeah. by then she had clearly lost too much blood. Oh, he tried to save her. Okay. Yeah. They should have eaten him next. Correct. They should have cannibalized the guards. That would have actually been the most logical thing. Yeah, it would have been. they're well-fed, and you could probably get more nourishment. Probably. And if they have boats, they can get off the island. Yep. Yes. See, there's more of us than them. Jen cracking the case every single time. You kill all the guards, you eat them, and then you take their boats, and you flee. Fuck yes. Oh, my God. See, that's why I'm saying, like, there's... Mm. There's protection in numbers. Yeah. You know, they Once can't again. they can't kill all of us. So not long after this, this family that lived very close to the island, their daughter went past the island. She saw what she thought was an elderly woman in need of help. So oh God. She ended up, I guess, like taking her in and rescuing this this prisoner. You know, she looked about 80 years old. Her legs were wrapped in rags. So it turns out she wasn't 80 years old at all. That's a tongue twister. Mm. She was 40. So this this person was 40 years old. It's just that being on that island and malnourished aged her oh like 40 my years. God. And when they removed the rags from her legs, they saw that the calves were completely sliced off because they were used as food. I know you guys are just dying to get off of this island. Oh my God, we want to get off. Oh, I'm dying to be cannibalized. All right, so we're going to talk about the end real quick of Cannibal Island. All right, bitches. We have, you know, the extreme hunger, the sadistic guards. A lot of oversight creates this hell of an island the suffering became so bad that the soviets could not even ignore it at this point soon after prisoners were removed from the island and relocated to other places around the country now 6,700 settlers were banished to the island out of the 6,700 prisoners or settlers 4,500 died Meaning that only 2,200 survived. 
So very high death count. Mm. It only lasted like one or two months. This was a very short-lived I moment. Bet. I would assume so. By that August, which was about two or three months after they pulled everyone from the island, the grasses of the island grew so high that it ended up covering a lot of the dead bodies. Only locals, which is a very, very, very small amount, we're talking probably like a couple hundred mm-hmm. people. The island only really lasted with the prisoners for like a month. By that August, all of the prisoners were removed from the island. It was just riddled with dead bodies all over the place. Grass overgrew over the dead bodies, so you really couldn't see it. No one knew what happened on the island. No one knew it really existed, except for maybe a couple hundred locals to Mm -hmm. that area. It was brushed under the carpet and like this big secret. It wasn't until 1994 where this came to surface. There was a guy also in um, 1933, his name was Vasily Valicheko. He lived close to those farms. He heard rumors about all of these dead bodies on the island that were cannibalized. Oh boy. So he did his own investigation. He found the bodies in the grass, half eaten. And he was like, well, I'll be damned. Everyone was right. There's dead bodies all over this island and they were cannibalized. He also didn't- Holy shit. Yeah. He interviewed local villagers. He was able to connect the dots as to what happened on the island. He wrote an 11-page report to Moscow about his findings of Nizino Island, calling the Soviet Union out on neglect, cannibalism, and bad planning. Mm. He wasn't taken seriously because he's, you know, coming after the government. Of course. They're like, no. They just shoved his 11-page report in a filing room, and it was forgotten about. The 50 guards that were responsible for the chaos of Cannibal Island, they were just fired from their jobs and sentenced to 12 months in prison, and that was it. Hopefully they got eaten. Hopefully. His report about Cannibal Island didn't even become known to the public until 1994. Oh, come on. Well, that's because of the collapse of the Soviet Union. From this collapse of the Soviet Union, uh, which is 61 years after, you know, Nazino Island, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of weird shit just came to the surface and Dyatlov's Pass being one of those stories. Oh, so all these stories came out after the collapse. Yes. How fascinating. So after like 1994, all of these weird like Russian experiments or these bizarre mysteries came out. Because they kept everything secret. Wow. Yeah. That's where we're headed. USSR. US. Meet us at Checkpoint Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Checkpoint Charlie. I'm sorry, that's Germany. That's it's still funny. But it still has to do with the Soviets, so. It, yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. I'm in the right time period. There you go. You're the best one here with all that information, so I will yeah. stand behind you, Jen. After all this, in the discovery of this in 1994, the locals demanded a memorial be placed on the island which it was, and every June, the locals hold a ceremony on the island to honor all of the victims. See, so there's a whimsical ending to this. Yes. There is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right, I guess so. And from I'll this, take it. from this, we have stories like Hunger Games, Battle Royale, and there was a Netflix series called The Bad Batch, hmm. which was inspired by this. Interesting. But it sounds like Squid Games from what you've Squid said. Squid Games is yeah. kind of in there too, but it's more based off of 
survival of the fittest by playing childhood games. I could see that. So, yeah. like, playing, like, red light, green light, but then, like, being fucking murdered if you move. So, so that basically is the story about Cannibal Island. It still stands till this day. There's a memorial on it. Oh, how fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I just, I think it's interesting because it of 19, this 1994 thing, it just shook things up and yeah. brought a lot of these unusual stories, stories. to surface. Yeah. It's and didn't they did. just come out recently with something else regarding Dyatlov's Pass? That I think it was an avalanche. Yeah, I think they're like 99% yeah. sure that, that it was an actually avalanche. an avalanche. Yeah. yeah. But once again, why hide it? Right, exactly. Yeah. Why like if it, it was, or they just didn't care enough to investigate it, so they're like, maybe it was an avalanche. Who knows? Exactly. Yeah. We don't give a but shit. They either don't way. seem to care about their people anyway. No, they don't. We're looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Mark. That was fantastic. And if people Thank wanted, you. you're welcome. I really enjoyed it, I even did though too. it was thoroughly depressing. <laughs> I thought Sorry. it was a good. I thought it was a good departure. It was. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and a whimsical um, ending. A whimsical ending. Oh, well, I a love monument. To, I love to bring down a room. Um, if people want to cannibalize us, they can. Subscribe to our Facebook at Bizarre Buffet or Instagram at Bizarre Buffet. I love it. Or our website, BizarreBuffet.com. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Patreon. Listen, Patreon is lit. We're a little behind, but we're getting there. We're getting there. There's, There's tons of content on there, though, for you that will probably give you a few days worth of viewing and enjoying at this point and you get objects like, and objects yes we are still sending out pins yep, we blindfolded our, autographs yes and there, drawings. there yep. you go we'll that's right blindfolded Gooly drawing kicked. of anything that you want and yeah. i will also make you a handmade bizarre buffet button yeah wear. i mean i guess with that being said <clears throat> camera zoom i am a gulag <laughs> and i I'm Checkpoint Charlie. Oh, wow. And I'm Hannibal Lecter. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my what God. What a trio. Don't eat me. Uh-